Tamworth Country Music 50 50 50 special episodes over 50 weeks leading up to the 50th Tamworth Country Music Festival and Golden Guitar Awards in January 2022. Looking back at how it all began, what makes Tamworth Country Music tick? And looking forward to the next 50 years. Welcome to episode 12 of Tamworth Country Music 5050. In our last episode, we talked about Tamworth's Main Street, Peel Street, also known as the Boulevard of Dreams, where many newcomers to country music come and play on the street with an idea of being discovered and making a career in country music. That's all well and good, but it's a long way from busking on the street to winning golden guitars and selling lots of records. We're joined again by Max Ellis, who's been involved in the Country Music Festival in Tamworth for many years. And we asked Max, what sort of progression might there be for someone with stars in their eyes who comes busking on the streets of Tamworth in January? Well, I've always thought of Tamworth in terms of a a stairway to stardom, a sort of formal process that young artists can follow from being rank amateurs up to the top professional ranks. And... It starts off, of course, with doing local talent quests and so on in their own environment, in their own areas, wherever they come from. And then probably follows, the next step would be to come to Tamworth and be a busker in Tamworth and sing or play in the main street, in Pearl Street, as as part of the busking scene. Where they go next is fairly important. And uh, one of the things that, established Tamworth while the radio station was playing their important role in in formalising the structure there was another group that was very busy working in Tamworth called the MCMA the Modern Country Music Association was based in Brisbane actually uh, but they had a branch in Tamworth and in the mid 60s that branch became quite active and People like John and Anne Minson both were very involved. Ross Murphy, Jeff Brown, of course, uh, were the pioneers in one sense of that side of amateur country music development in town. Uh, They, in 1968, I think it was, held their first um, mid-year jamboree. It was very successful in terms of what they were trying to do. Part of that was uh, Talent Quest, and right from the earliest days, they started attracting quite interesting people. And of course, Keith Urban was one of the very early, at the age of nine, nominees, and he always credits his launch to the Tamworth Talent Quest. So that was just one person. It also applied to many other would-be stars and um, was a great move along of what we were doing in Tamworth. And gradually, the MCMA turned into the CCMA, which was a Capital Country Music Association. In 1970, they held their first actual talent quest 
over the January long weekend. So that was already existing when we at 2DM decided we would run our show on the same weekend, the Australia Day holiday weekend. But of course, uh, the next step after the CCMA and some of those other amateur talent quests was when um, in 1979, we at 2TM decided to put on the Star Maker quest. We decided there was a gap between the amateur winners and the professionals uh, who were being well looked after with the Country Music Awards, the Golden Guitar Awards and we decided we should have something in between. And we decided that we would run a, a large talent quest, which we called Star Maker. We ran the first Star Maker quest on the October long weekend, 1979. It was won by a group called Grand Junction from Taree, who or down uh, that way anyway. And it became an institution, and now it's been going for more than 40 years. It's helped to launch the careers of many, many artists, not just ones that have won, but many of them who have been runners-up, like Troy Casadale, who was a runner-up to Keith Urban. Many, many of the major stars of today are Star Maker winners or Star Maker contestants who have done well. And so it's become a vital part of the whole framework of Australian country music. There are lots of other talent quests all over the place, but many of those feed into into major quests like the Star Maker quest. And so uh, there is, if you like, a sort of a structure that young artists have before them when they want to go on and become stars. And Keith always famously says that he wanted... His objective when he was young was to win Star Maker and move on then as a professional, which is, of course, exactly what he did. And so, in that sense, with Keith, it worked. Thank you, Max. Stairway to stardom. I like it. What we might do in our next episode is come back and talk about some of the people who are involved in making all that happen in those early days of the Tamworth Country Music Festival. Talking about early days and history, something we've touched on in previous episodes is Tamworth's Country Music Trail, which, according to reports, is in for a spruce up between now and January 2022. To tell us a little bit more about the trail, we turn again to the Country Music Bulletin's Leanne Kirshner. Leanne, what is the Country Music Trail? The trail is a designated listing of significant points of interest in Tamworth related to country music. Visitors can explore some of the history and heritage to be found in country music capital, including some of the city's dedicated country music attractions. So does it have an actual starting point? Not really, but a good place to begin might be the Tamworth Visitor Information Centre, which is situated right behind the Big Golden Guitar. Right there, visitors can go through the Country Music Wax Museum and view the new National Guitar Museum. Next to the Big Golden Guitar is the famous Longyard Hotel. Immortalised in the Kelly and Marion Dixon written Slim Dusty recorded song, Leave Him in the Longyard. Opposite the Big Golden Guitar is Radio 2DM. It's really the birthplace of country music capital where the whole concept and January festival were created and promoted through the early days. 
some way back up behind the information center is the Tamworth Regional Entertainment and Conference Center or TREK, which is iconic in country music itself. But it also has the country music roller renown and galaxy of stars featured out front. Down the New England Highway a bit is the Country Capital Motel, where there is a plaque commemorating one of Australian country music's most famous pioneering bands, the Hawking Brothers. On the way into town is Hands of Fame Park with hundreds of famous palm prints embedded in concrete. The next major stop is in the centre of town where visitors can walk down the famous Boulevard of Dreams, Peel Street and see the plaques in the footpath commemorating golden guitar winners over the years. The Smokey Dawson statue is located in front of the Tamworth Regional Council building, and the Slim Dusty and Joy McKean statue is further down the street, just beside one of the major street crossings. Down the developing Fitzroy Street Plaza into Bicentennial Park, is the Pioneers Parade with bronze busts of a dozen or so early Australian country music stars. Back up Fitzroy Street is the famous Tamworth Town Hall, where so much history was made in the early days of the festival. There are many other individual points of interest, but we can wrap up this look at the trail at the Country Music Hall of Fame, located at the corner of Peel and Murray Streets, where visitors can see many displays of our wonderful country music history and heritage and go through the special Walk a Country Mile exhibition. Thank you very much, Leanne. We might come back and talk to you at some stage in the future about more of those individual points of interest and attractions. One of those attractions being the Country Music Hall of Fame. It's probably appropriate that we go out of this episode of Tamworth Country Music 5050 with the song Country Music Hall of Fame, written and recorded by golden guitar winning Bush balladeer Reg Poole. The Australian Country Music Hall of Fame To honour every country singer's name Oh what a great thing it would be There for everyone to see An Australian Country Music Hall of Fame Morton, Kevin Shegog, the Durdens, Rick and Thel, the Hawking brothers, Michael Cook, you know them all well. Smokey Dawson, Dusty Rankin, Buddy Williams too, the singing kettles, Eddie Tap, their country through and through. The Australian Country Music Hall of Fame, to honour every country singer's name. What a great thing it would be There for everyone to see An Australian Country Music Hall of Fame The Hickey Sisters Athol McCoy, Keith Reardon, Johnny Heap Chad Morgan, Gordon Parsons The memories we will keep Reg Lindsay, Johnny Ashcroft Rex Dallas, Shirley Toms Jay Justin, Bob Clark, Rocky Page We all love their songs the Australian Country Music Hall of Fame To honour every country singer's name What a great thing it would be There for everyone to see An Australian Country Music Hall of Fame Now in the middle of the hall On a throne sits a man 
The idol of Australia, the toast of the land With his gold records beside him, Slim Dusty is the king How we love to hear Barry Thornton play and listen to Slim sing The Australian Country Music Hall of Fame To honour every country singer's name What a great thing it would be there for everyone to see An Australian Country Music Hall of Fame Tamworth Country Music 5050 is produced by the Country Music Bulletin and supported by Tamworth Regional Council. More information about Country Music in Australia and contact detail can be found by visiting countrymusicbulletin.com.au.